And how you guys doing? Welcome to today's show. We're going to continue our journey on the time machine. But first, make sure you pound rock on as well as uh, subscribe to the uh, channel and all that good stuff. Make sure you post it on all of your social media. Before we go into the time machine, back in the day with the one percenters and everybody knows the reason why i'm doing kind of uh this type of uh thing this week is to show people that are on youtube or on facebook uh twitter instagram whatever that when you hear about one percent stuff you're not hearing the full story Yes, everybody wants the kumbaya and all that good stuff. There's a lot of channels now talking about MCs and protocol and all that type of stuff. But they're giving you a watered-down version. We're not called the dark side over here at Insane Throttle for nothing, I can tell you that. We're going to give you the whole full uh, spectrum of how things in the scene came about. The history, if you will. And I always come back full circle and talk about the clubs that just come up, put on a 1% diamond, and next thing you know, they're 1%ers. They know everything about the scene. They got all this MC knowledge and stuff. But when you look deeper into it, it's like, really? <laughs> you know, some of these people don't even know what the major organizations are. Uh, maybe it's because the different sets within the scene, you got the white, black set, uh, you got mixed, you got uh, Hispanic, all that kind of stuff. And maybe those sets don't know about that kind of stuff because they're not a part of it. They should be, you know, one of them being NCOM, everybody should be a part of NCOM. But they're coming from different viewpoints of what a one percenter is. They're not going through the history of it, though. Why those clubs were true one percenters. And also, the reason why police are the way they are. They've always had a freaking attitude problems against clubs, but especially one percenters. And you can see that as we're going in the different cases and stuff. One of the big issues I have, and one of the biggest questions I have, and I, you know what, I should get an attorney on and talk about this, but how can, if an individual or individuals are arrested on unrelated charges to the club, how can the prosecutor, or the judge allow information about the past of a club. This has been done all the way back, as far as, uh, you know, all the way back to the 70s, I think we got a case that we're going to look at today. It's a sad state of affairs that your right to due process depends on the crimes of others, you know, what they committed. So, if you're wearing a patch of uh, X Club, and next thing you know, you're going through your trial, 
and the prosecutors bring up, well, he was a part of this organization, and that's what they do. Freddie Angelo, or Angelo, for example. If you haven't heard about his case, I suggest you go back into the library of our episodes, either on YouTube or on all the podcast platforms. You can find them. But with him, he was charged with the murder of April Kaufman. I'm actually reading the book on their side of the story right now. Anyway, at his trial, it was mostly about the Pagan's Motorcycle Club. It wasn't a real big into the case details as I've been reading it because that's a case that really interests me because it was that case that got me asking questions of, okay, why, if I'm going through a trial and just because I'm a part of something, why do I have to pay for the crimes of others? Because everybody knows if, you know what, clubs are not big, freaking, organized crime gangs. I'd have to say a lot of them are disorganized, okay? And we always talk about how it's certain individuals that get into that type of stuff in modern time. Yes, it is. It's not like it was back then. And I'll bring up a couple case points because, you know... Everybody's going to come back, well, why don't you tell this side? Okay, I'm going to tell all sides of it, but I put it in context of these are guys that earn their patch. They didn't just throw their stuff on like a lot of these other diamond clubs did. They didn't start out with freaking cops or correctional officers. No. They put boots to the ground and they did what they had to do. Again, this depends on what set you're in. Because everybody knows there's, you know what, there's so many subcultures to the biker community. It's kind of freaking cool if you ask me. Even though we're different when it comes to our background and our culture, we're all in the same boat when it comes to to two wheels you know the motorcycles the love for everything for everybody so it's pretty cool but each different subculture does have its way of thinking you know what i might know and what i might think is right might not be right or might be liked by somebody else that's the beauty of being so diverse but one You know, other than two wheels that we got in common, we got another thing in common. That's when law enforcement can't stand us. You know, anybody who tells you that cops are all lovey-dovey with just, uh, you know, the law-abiding bikers, something's wrong with you, man. You're, You're pretty naive. Because, like I said, in today's profiling environment... They can pull somebody over from a or hog, and they'll profile the crap out of them. Because you got some young punk that's freaking uh, green under the nose, and next thing you know, he can't tell the difference between what he's doing with one club or the other. He thinks they're all clubs or motorcycle gangs. But it is an interesting question. Also, why haven't defense attorneys 
blam this kind of prosecution tactic? Why haven't a lot of them brought up the fact that you can't use others' crimes against their clients? That's something I never understood. How can you put my client on trial for what this club did? Because as soon as they bring in the evidence of the history of a club, Christ, I've been doing it. I've been showing some history and stuff. What do you think jurors are going to think of that? The jurors are going to freak out. They're going to disregard what this guy did, if he was innocent or not. He's going to be found guilty on what the club did. And one good example of that is in the Rockin' with Hollywood show, I talk about one case. Oh my goodness, do I talk about a case. And it's not actually a case, it actually has to deal with the United States military. How they have now designated certain groups that are, how can I say it, not PC. It all has to do with racial stuff. And some of it has one percenter clubs in there. They're calling some of these one percenter clubs racist, even though they have people of all colors in it. That's just how stupid the government is. You know what? Let me take that back. Can I say they're stupid? No, because they're using propaganda to fill people's heads with crap. And us as a society, we really have gotten dumbed down. We forgot what it is to use common sense. At least the younger guys have, or the younger generation of Americans. They don't know what common sense is. They need for somebody to tell them what is right. It was funny, I was just watching a thing on YouTube about mainstream or what they call legacy media and how it's dying really quick. And it is. It's dying really quick. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why YouTube is trying to shadow ban or throttle people like us down and Tim Pool and Sticks Hammer, all them, is because people are coming to us now because they're getting an honest opinion where you won't get that from legacy media because of the propaganda. Now, the propaganda, I'm not talking about in a biker sense. God knows they've uh, bashed us down in the last freaking year. But in a political sense, that's how they're doing it. But people are getting wise and they're starting to say, you know what, enough, enough of that crap. We don't need it anymore. So at least that's a good thing. But the media has always had this love-hate relationship with motorcycle clubs. It's very interesting, and I, you know, got some comments about that. This how the media is covering us nowadays is almost identical to what they were doing in the past. Because I've been bringing up these old-ass articles, man, from the seventies and eighties, and nothing has ever changed with them. Never give both sides of the story. It's always been from the mouthpiece of Leo that they come at with all these stories. But 
they would have sold newspapers back then. That was a big thing, you know. Newspapers are like basically dead now because you can get all your information online now. But they did it to sell papers. Motorcycle clubs, especially the 1% clubs, have always been a big topic to regular civilians and they buy the hell out of them papers. Just depends on what club you put in the headlines and boom. Or if you over-dramatize the headlines. And that's a sad state of affairs right there. You know, not everybody is good. Not everybody is a good person in clubs. But the overwhelming majority of people in clubs are hard-working people. Now, I get all the haters. You know, I should call them the haters, man. You know, give them their own damn name. You know, I don't want to be accused of freaking taking somebody else's stuff on another channel, but, you know, the haters. Because those are the type of people that only have a tunnel vision view of life. They don't want to look at everything. So, they come on here... And say, well, we told you, they're nothing but murdering gangsters. Off of one story, how do you judge a whole group like that? Well, you know, you do it to cops. <laughs> you know what, there's a long history of uh, political and freaking uh, law enforcement uh, corruption through since this country's founding. So, there's more than enough proof on that, man. And if you go to Chicago... I can teach you how to freaking uh, grease up a cop real quick. They can be freaky squeaky clean Johnny. And within uh, a few months, they're out there taking bribes and getting a freaking uh, hooker on top of their pecker. So I don't want to hear that. But anyway, let's go into this uh, segment right here. I want to give you a kind of a background on the banditos we've been doing uh, this deal where we explain the clubs and stuff for people that don't know them because there's a lot of people that are independents they might have just been getting into the scene and they don't know these clubs worth of nothing so we got to give them some background and stuff uh, but the Banditos Motorcycle Club it was started by Donald Eugene Chambers, and this dude was hardcore 1%, man. You could tell he was hardcore to the bone. Uh, he wasn't, and this is from Wikipedia, and not everything on Wikipedia can be believed. It's just a good starting point. Uh, he was the founders of the Banditos Outlaw Motorcycle Club, in 1966 in Houston, Texas, he created the Banditos when he returned from deployment. He was convicted of murdering two drug dealers in 72, uh, sentenced to life until his parole in 83. What you're going to find with these major one percenter clubs, a lot of them... The, you know, the 60, 70 generation clubs. I'm not talking uh, Hell's Angels. I'm not talking Pagans, Outlaws. Uh, but you're, you know, those, I guess you could, because the Outlaws are the oldest. Uh, then the Hell's Angels. Then you got the Pagans. So the ones that came after them were mostly the 60s. 
and them were Vietnam freaking bets, baby. And they had this no care attitude and take no prisoners attitude, especially ones that were in the Vietnam War. Now, he was a Marine in the Vietnam War, and you know those Marine boys don't play. Uh, again, it was uh, March 4th, 66, according uh, to this, in San Leon, Texas. Uh, he chose, and this is an interesting fact if you guys don't know this. Uh, he chose the club's colors red and gold after official colors of our United States Marine Corps boys. Uh, he created the second Banditos uh, chapter in Corpus Christi. Uh, now, just the background on his conviction, because I know you freaking haters out there are going to want to know. Uh, 72, uh, him and uh, Jesse Diofane and Ray v Visani abducted two uh, drug dealers. Drug dealers. Let me underline that for you guys. Uh, in El Paso, the dealers Marley Leone and Preston LaRay uh, Tarver sold them bacon soda. If you're on the streets... I remember in the day when weed was real big and they tried to sell you oregano and stuff. Some bad stuff's going to happen right there, man. Uh, they claimed it was meth. Uh, they drove them into the desert uh, and they were forced to dig their own graves, man. That was hardcore boys, man. I'm telling you. Hardcore freaking boys. Uh, but anyway... That is your base uh, when they were freaking established. Uh, again, I'm trying to give information to the ones that don't know. Uh, and it's a good history type of lesson for those that want to, uh, you know, renew their skills, I guess, in history. Anyway, uh, this is the case that I was talking about. Uh, Tamanian uh, versus State. And this is... One of the biggest issues surrounded this, because uh, he won on appeal because he was originally convicted of, you know, rape, which makes him, you know, an aggravated rape deal, which he ain't one of my favorites at that point, you know, kick him to the curb if you ask me. But one of the biggest things that was used against him and turned over an appeal was the Banditos Motorcycle Club. It had to revolve around a document from, I don't know, the Texas Safety or something like that. And they did not disclose that document to the defense, which has to be done. You have to freaking turn it over. All your evidence, you got to give the defense, which, you know, we know uh, with Waco... And Casey uh, Gatro, what she had to face when they weren't handing over stuff until the last freaking minute, where she had to, uh, you know, take freaking recesses and stuff just to look at the stuff. But this happened, uh, I believe it was, uh, that was Ju Ju eight, uh, 1983 is when the appeal happened. I believe this had a deal with in the 70s. But anyway, uh, with a stinging rebuke to both prosecutor and trial judge, San Antonio Court of Appeals affirmed the judgment of the conviction for aggravated rape, so they agreed with that, but vacated the sentence of confinement for 99 years and remanded the uh, cause of the trial 
uh, for assessment by another uh, judge. Now, the unhappy affair began when ex parte, the prosecuting attorney, in his words, furnished the court with a 30-page compilation of material pertaining to the Band Beatles Motorcycle Club and its members collected by the Texas Department of Safety. Now, they said that uh, he had been told his source, that is, its content is classified information. It don't matter in a trial. If they're going to use something, the prosecution, they got to turn it over to the defense. Plain and simple. Anyway, uh, not for release to the general public because it would have been, it would have been uh, general knowledge at that point. Uh, he did not provide the appellant attorneys uh, with the copy of it. He believed but was not sure. He, yeah, right. He believed but was not sure my ass. He informed the judge of the court that the material was not to be shared with anybody else, but was sure that the judge would know that. When on April 1st, 81, attorneys for the appellant went to the trial judge's uh, chambers, apparently also ex parte, to examine the present uh, persistent report and discuss punishment with the judge. Uh, so, that was the main reason why he was able to get his sentence, or yeah, his punishment phase uh, vacated because they, they weren't playing fair. What he did was messed up. That I can tell you. I'm not going to go into all that type of stuff, but you can see it on just the uh, U.S. law. Now, here's some of the stuff that was said about this document. And you can see how messed up it really was when they were using the Bandito's Motorcycle Club against this defendant and that's why he got sentenced to that 99 years but that's this is why the appellate kicked it out uh counsel for the appellant called dick ryman the assistant district attorney for bexar county who prosecuted the case as a witness wyman testified in part as follows here question did you present to the court or the court's consideration evidence regarding the Bandito Motorcycle Organization? Answer, I don't know if you could. Would you repeat that question? Playing coy, playing dumb. And then he asked it again. And his answer was, I furnished the court with a document that was compiled by the Department of Public Safety in that referred to, in a general way, the Bandito's Motorcycle Organization. Now, I wouldn't call it a general way where there's over 30-something pages about them. Playing coy again. Question again. Did you furnish to the defendants a copy of that information that you furnished to the judge? Answer, I was told by the people that I got it from that it was classified information. There's nothing classified in a trial. You've got to turn that document over. That it is information that is not due or is not supposed to be given to the general public. It contains a matter of intelligence concerning the Bandito Motorcycle Organization that I don't know if it would all be good for the Bandito Organization to know about. That's not your call. 
Your call is to follow the law and hand that to defense. One thing about confidential informants, when you go to trial, they got to cough them up. Because you got a right to face your accusers in the United States. And that's why it's important to get this information. Then he goes on to say, uh, again, did you furnish a copy at, of the same material that you furnished this honorable court to the fence? I was and the answer was, I was instructed that it was not to be furnished to the public in general. Those were the instructions. No, I didn't. I didn't, Mr. Chapin. Next question would have been, would you say it contains highly sensitive material? And he answers, you divine what you mean by sensitive, and I will answer your question. Do You do admit that you did receive this information from... And then he said, investigator in office, who is that? I believe it was from uh, John Belkamp. Uh, then he goes into that. He mentioned something about having to sign for it, and I don't know whether he had to sign for it in Austin or in. So basically, he's being, playing really dumb at this point. And that's why the appeals court just castrated his ass in this one. Uh then he goes on to say, ask a question, is it a fair statement to say that the that was a general indictment of the Banditos Motorcycle Organization? He goes on to answer, I think general information about who the Bandito Organization is, I did not know prior to reading the document anything that was came, uh, contained in it. So he was pulling an Abel Reina in this case. And as you can see, that document handed to the judge was for the sentencing purposes, which he gave this guy 99 years for this crime. And the judge used that. That was messed up. That's why he was scolded. So that right there is Tamian versus State. Uh, this goes all the way back to 92. And this had to deal with how they use, you know, the club information against somebody. Now, the jump ahead here, and get into our time machine, as I call it, we're going to take a look at some of the past of the Banditos, why they earn their stuff, they put in the work, and again, I, I remember at uh, Jake Carzile's trial, where he said, we're not the Banditos, that your parents knew, or something like that, and they're not. They are not the same. I can tell you that. Now, let's take a look at this, man. This was the ban Banshees and the Banditos. This was a big hoopla back then, man. People were getting killed left and right. And this one article, little uh, this I think was out of Galveston Daily News, uh, law officials kept watch over a drag strip, hoping to prevent further bloodshed in a war between two motorcycle gangs that killed one man and sent at least four more to the hospital. Uh, a 25-year-old Bell Chase, Louisiana man, was being held Sunday in a shooting death of John Keith Bachelor of Houston. Uh, the Banshees and the Banditos, that's one for the legends, man, right there. Uh, when it came to that melee, uh, that, yeah, <laughs> I remember hearing that one as a kid, man. And just like, uh, you know, some of the East Coast stuff I talked about, 
this was the days when, you know what, no drive-by shootings, it was you'd turn on that key and boom, done. Now, my uh, haters are going to come back. See, we told you they were criminal organizations. Everybody has a past, man. Everybody. And a lot of these clubs, they have a violent past. But that does not mean they didn't evolve with the times. Again, you got technology so bad now, you can't do nothing. You can't even piss on a freaking wall without a camera catching you. So everything has changed to different generations. you got to remember that most of these guys that started out back then were Vietnam vets or in that era. And I'll finish that up with my final thoughts. Uh, to go on here, this is how, and this was in 85, uh, where they arrested 82 of them. And this was out of the New York Times. Uh, this happened in eight states, uh, aided by hundreds of state and local law enforcement officers. They arrested 82 members and associates of the Banditos. Uh, the arrest happened in Arkansas, Colorado, Louisiana, Missouri, uh, South Carolina, Dakota, Texas, Washington. And this from a 16th month uh, investigation. And back then it was called the Big Four. It's not, you know, like today it's called the Big Five. Uh, and the problem with informants, it's been going on since freaking beginning of the time uh that's how they helped build the case right there uh so yeah there was 150 uh weapons that were uh seized and stuff back then then there's another one in 88 uh where 13 members were arrested and eight others uh were being saw on federal explosives and conspiracy charges it was no joke back then and i think that's one of the main reasons why I say them clubs earned it. It ain't like the latter half of 2010 and above where people just stuck this stuff on them. It ain't like that, man. It ain't cool for people to go around, well, this and that, I know this and that, I, I'm this. Nah, man, get out of here, man. You don't know Dick. You don't know Dick. None of you guys do unless you know your history and what that 1% or diamond's supposed to mean and the people that died and went to jail for it. So, anyway, hopefully you enjoyed this first segment. We're going to go over right now live over on MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com. I got China Doll sitting here right next to me. We're going to have some fun. Second half of the show is usually a blast, man. Then, of course, we got Rockin' with Hollywood Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. Only on the radio you can watch in Discord or listen on Discord. We got a bunch of people that go in there listen chad and the general during that show so with that guys man i'm gonna head on over there man we'll be right with you every once in a while we just have to say it focus what I was thinking. Focus. Whatever. People do vote for radio stations. Radio stations. If you want modern rock. WMMR DB Rock.
Silver. And how you guys doing? It's Thursday, baby. It is going to be one more day to the weekend. I'm looking forward to some fishing uh, this weekend. Got the boat coming out on uh, Friday. Hopefully, hopefully, it's coming out on Friday. Going to go out there, cast some freaking bait, and see if I catch some fish. If not, I'll be just roaming all over the damn river and stuff like that. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed the first segment of the show. A lot of interesting uh, information there, and a lot of people. People are liking the way uh, that's going. Got uh, my damn shot tomorrow, my second one. Uh, we're going to see if I die or something, go uh, vampire and shit like that on that. Uh, yeah, interesting stuff going on uh, this weekend for myself. I got uh, the lovely China Doll in the house right now. Uh, my co-host, my uh, partner in crime, and my bipolar bitch. How you doing, China? I'm partly cloudy today. Partly cloudy, huh? The weather's been sucking around here, I can I tell you. It's been fucking cold. I know. But we are looking forward to next week, man. We're going to have some 70s next week, and uh, Hollywood is going to be doing nothing but riding that motorcycle and having some fun. Uh, so I can't wait to uh, next week where it's lovely out, and they can kick Jack Frost in the balls and get him away. Lucky. Yeah, I am pretty lucky, ain't I? Yeah, you're going to go riding. <laughs> Maybe I'll have to take you out before work or something. That just depends if you're a good girl or not. Um, I'm going to try. You're going to try, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be good because I want to ride. <laughs> I want to ride. So you're not feeling blue today. You got your purple on. Yeah, that means partly cloudy. Partly cloudy, huh? Yeah. What, what's the meaning of all your uh, bandanas? <laughs> I don't know. I got too many. I can't keep track. I'll give the meaning each time I wear one. <laughs> so you're partly cloudy today. Why are you partly cloudy? Purple's partly cloudy. It means I'm on the fence. I don't know if it's going to be a good day or a bad day. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, that's what Hollywood has to look forward to every damn day uh, is I have to watch it and see what bandana she's wearing uh that way i know uh to stay away or not to stay away <laughs> you're gonna probably stay away it happens uh you're always busy working also uh monday through friday show at 7 p.m central standard time rocking with hollywood that is gonna be exclusive to the bitch Hoot channel as far as the video is concerned uh, they're pretty lenient over there when it comes to free speech and stuff. So the replays of that show will be available on the video. Go over to the Bit Shoot and go subscribe to that. Give the show some support, man. And also on the YouTube uh, channel, hit the share button and get that on your social media because that really helps us as well. Uh, got a very interesting show today, and it's always interested on the second half of Motorcycle Madhouse Morning Mayhem. Talk about some fun stuff, some crazy stuff, we get some news in there. So we're going to have some fun. The first segment uh, is going to be about uh, seven sex positions women want to scrub from the face of the earth now women in discord in the general chat and by the way you guys can talk to us in the general chat at our discord server 
uh, you can find all that information in any damn freaking description box on our platforms is that's how you can communicate with us anyway seven positions and we're gonna get China Dow's uh, opinions on this but I don't know guys should I give her an opinion because she sure to hell is not doing too good on her IQ test for the sex deals uh, a lot of guessing and all that type of stuff. What do you guys think? Should we get her opinion on this? Yeah, we should. <laughs> yeah. I want to give my opinion. Uh, I have to get you one, huh? You got to be that center of attraction. Well, we can always just make it about you. Oh, it's supposed to be all about me. That's, you know, it's my show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, now I'd like to get your opinion on some of these. Okay. Okay, let's go. Reverse cowgirl. I don't think we don't we try that much. No. That's too much work. That's too much work for me. My my legs can't handle that. Even when you were younger you couldn't handle that. No. No, I'm not not a fan. You know what does that do for a woman anyway? A reverse cowgirl does it hit the vagina walls different what? Um I think I think it's because it's like Okay, except the woman's on top. It's like a d doggy style kind of thing because you're, you know, I mean, you're facing their feet. And, and I really don't like staring at your feet. I'd rather stare at your face. But I don't know. I think we've only done that like twice in 27 years. And it's uncoordinated. It is. You can't coordinate that shit. No, and I don't think you like staring at my back. <laughs> top of my head, maybe, but I don't think staring at my back is highly entertaining. How about you? No, no, no. And this story, they got a story here, and this is by, you got to keep the earphones away from the microphone. Sorry. Uh, here's a story. I cannot even begin to describe how much I loathe this position. This is from Jaya31. Uh, oh, man, what did it be to be 31 again, man? Uh, your vagina doesn't even go in that direction. There's no way I'm having an orgasm when I'm not trying to throw my back out. Also, guys always want me to play with their balls when I'm on there, as if I don't have enough to worry about without focusing on your sack. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well. What is it with women, man? You guys, you know, you neglect the balls. We don't neglect them. They're just, they're just ugly. So they're ugly, but you're supposed to be paying attention to them. Okay, then, then they better smell good. Oh, they better smell good. That's that. That's the excuse. Well, you got the finger test. We got the palm test. Right. So. But why do you guys neglect the balls so much? Guys like their balls fucked with. I I I try not to. I mean, I'm I'm a fan of licking the balls a little bit but like i said they better smell good and not taste like fucking bubbles <laughs> i don't, don't want to blow bubbles that was some funny shit man you got you got to tell that story you know for people that haven't heard that one uh it's called going down on hollywood and getting to the ball area going did did you just take a shower you're like no i'm like you had to have why balls taste like soap i can't get the taste out of my mouth <laughs> i swear to god i was blowing bubbles during that <laughs> it's just wrong don't don't if you're gonna wash them make sure you rinse them well you gotta rinse them well so you ain't uh having so your chick blow bubbles yeah i don't want to taste bath water 
No, body wash doesn't taste good in the mouth. You know, my I don't like reverse cowgirl. I don't either. I don't like looking at your back. It's bad enough when you're on top and I gotta look at your face. I know. You know what, you yeah. girls? Here's what you girls need to do. And China Doll actually came up with this. <clears throat> Take a picture with the phone laying on the bed and you looking down. That's what you guys look like when you're on top. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, as you get older, gravity takes a hold of things. And it doesn't look pretty. Yes, you know, you got your skin hanging down, and it's like, what the fuck just happened here? No, it looks bad. <laughs> when you seen your picture, you're like, what the hell just happened here? I'm looking at it going, ew. <laughs> That's a challer look. I'm sorry. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> That's why that's why it's better to just sit straight up because then you look good. You know, sit straight up when you're on top, ladies, because then you still look good. But if you lean forward, you don't look so good. Right. It's just gross. I mean, I look disgusting. I was like, ew. Sorry. <laughs> okay, another one. Uh, let's see here. Is the cowgirl. What the fuck? What the hell is the cowgirl? Isn't that just being on top? That's being on top, I guess. Well, why would they ixnay that? Why would they ixnay both women being on top positions? You know what? A lot of these pe- a lot of these broads are complaining that they're having a hard time doing the work. What is it with you people, man? What is it with you women that you don't want to do any work? I don't know. Well, it's all about you, so you guys should just do the work. It don't work that way. But... But isn't it all about you? Why can't you women do some work? If you guys are going to blow and go, then it's kind of hard for us to be on top and do the job because we're not going to go quickly. <laughs> Why does it take you guys so long? Because we want to go more than once. <laughs> yeah, but why do you have to take so long to come? Because it's enjoyable and when we're enjoying ourselves, we want it to last. Just Screw it. Just saying. Screw it. Next one's the Lotus. Uh, you know what? Screw the Lotus. That shit right there sucks. That's uncomfortable. No. Especially if you got a bigger woman. It's like, you're you're crushing me. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. No. I don't think we've ever done that one. Hell no, we haven't. No. Mm-mm. You know, they claim it's intimate and stuff like that, but that's... No. 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 No, no. no thank you. Uh-uh. By the way, what kind of positions do you guys not like in general, man? You got to let us know. Uh, then the missionaries, some women, you know what? What is it? The women don't like anything but laying on their fucking backs. Well, missionary is laying on their back. No, I thought missionary was laying on your stomach. Missionary is laying. With your ass up. No. Missionary is laying on your back. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, missionary, yeah. Dude, I gotta get up on my freaking acronyms. Yeah, you do. Am I that old? <laughs> I guess so. Missionary is you're laying on your back and the guy's on top. Where what did you what did you think it was? <laughs> I thought it was, you know, oh that's doggy style. <laughs> doggy style. Doggy style it my no, doggy style is you're on your knees. Mm-hmm. So missionary why do they call it missionary if you're just laying on your back? Because you're, I don't know, being submissive. I don't know. How stupid. I don't know why they name half these things what they name them. 
some of the names of sex positions make no freaking sense whatsoever. Okay. What is your definition of spooning? Well, most of the time the girl is the little spoon and she's in front and the boy is the big spoon and he's in back and you're laying on your sides and you get them from behind. What, a uh, colon cleanse? No, well, some people probably colon cleanse that way, but normally y you get them in the, you know, the JJ. That's what spooning is. Well, me spooning would be just cuddling, but, you know. They do spooning. Every time I hear spooning, man, I think uh, of a the jail. joint. <laughs> Sticking a spoon in the bunghole? Yeah, that's what I, when I hear that, that's what I think of. No. Is the joint. No. You don't like, well, you don't like cuddling, so. No, yeah. man, that's, yeah, that, that's boring, okay? It's it, boring. It, it takes too much of my freaking time. <laughs> it's too much effort. Yeah, then, then the standing up deal, I, knew, I, don't, I don't like standing no. up at all. That's too much work. You know, women are freaking, you know what, you guys expect too much from us men. That's like uh, standing up in the shower. I mean, how do you do that without busting your shit? <laughs> I believe in blowing go. Well, that's why you enjoy missionary, because you can get on top, do your two pumps, and call it a day. Well, this is true. This is true. Makes it easier. Then, I guess they don't like 69. Uh, maybe it depends if they're on top or they're on bottom. Does it say? No, it doesn't say, but, uh, you know, what's wrong with the 69, man? Nothing. What what women were in this this thing? I think they're prudes. They must be, because they don't seem to like any sexual position. <laughs> they're getting rid of all of them there. I mean, they don't like missionary. They don't like... You know what, like you women, birth. you cannot please you people. That's why, you know what, you need to join the Anti-Viper League in Discord. Pound Anti-Viper League if you stand behind Hollywood's revolution. Enough is enough, man, with these people, man. Uh, they they always freaking thinking that, you know, we don't please them. We don't do this. We don't do that. So, I seen this thing yesterday and I almost died laughing. Okay, this, this guy and this girl, well, they are doing it, like, uh, doggy style, and he oopsed, and it went in the wrong hole, and she said that she shot across the bed <laughs> <laughs> and yelled, ouch, very loudly, and wrong hole, and cupped, wrong go, wrong go! And, and cupped her butthole because she knew <laughs> she was going to poop. <laughs> Funny as it is, it was on TikTok, so that's what made me die laughing. She literally cupped her butthole, ran butt <laughs> naked, <laughs> ran butt naked, passed her husband into the bathroom because she figured this way if she did poop, she'd poop in her hand and catch it instead of on the floor. Hey! <laughs> like she said, she said she got shot across the bed. She's like, because he was ramming it really hard, and then all of a sudden, oops. And then she screamed and shot. <laughs> Cuffed her butthole and ran <laughs> to the bathroom. You know what? Just visualizing that that's funny. I know. When she was saying it, it was like I was visualizing it in my head when she was saying it. And I just busted out laughing. I'm like, that is some funny shit right there. <laughs> Did you ever have to feel like you had to do that? Dude, all women feel like they got to poop when something goes in that hole. 
Why? Because it's exit only. It ain't exit only. It is too. You know what? That w- that way of having sex was used during the 15th century as birth control. I know, but come on, man. Things just don't belong in the back door. <laughs> I'm just saying. That's because you guys don't enjoy it. It's too bad, but you know what? It's nice and tight for the men. When there are those times I do get those colon cleanse, and back in the day it was more often than I wanted... I would do the same thing, and when you get done, you cup your butthole and run <laughs> to the bathroom. <laughs> because that's literally what happens. I don't care what anybody says, but ladies, when you get it in the poop chute, you cup your butthole and you go to the bathroom because you are going to just... It is literally a cleanse. Yeah, it's literally a cleanse. <laughs> See, you don't have to waste money getting freaking X wax and stuff. <laughs> Enemas. <laughs> if you're if you guy if your lady's constipated, I recommend that a colon cleanse. It's not as pleasurable. I'd rather have the liquid go up my butthole. <laughs> 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 but my thing is, is, if I'm constipated, I will just go eat a bag of grapes, okay? Because that just does it for me right there. <laughs> or you know what? The best thing is, you know what? The best thing for constipation is a White Castle. Yeah, but we ain't got none around here. Ain't anymore. that a bitch, man? You, you know, you know what? how far we got to go to White Castle? <laughs> they sell them in the stores, but it's They're like. They're not the pfft. same. I mean, even though I try to do it the same, like we steam them. Yeah. I mean, they're okay, right? When they're, they're steamed, decent, they're but decent. you don't cook them all the way. See, you got a problem with not being able to cook things all the way. Well, that's why I haven't been buying them. Because for some reason, even when you steam them, the very mid center of them don't cook through all the way. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's even leaving them steaming for like ten minutes. That's just like you bringing up barbecue wings, and they're like fucking ice in the middle. Well, they're hot. Here, taste this. Then you move you, 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 right under your breath. And then I storm downstairs and heat them up more. Right. <laughs> so no colon cleanse and no oops. No oops, man. No. no. I bet he enjoyed it. It legit is a colon cleanse. That's why you call it that. Cup the butthole and run. <laughs> I wonder if some women ever did that where they actually took a shit right there in the bed. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing would surprise me. <laughs> Has this happened to any of you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't want to know, really. I you really don't want to know, huh? No, I really don't want to know if it's <laughs> happened. I, I really kind of don't want to know. <laughs> That's some funny shit, though. <laughs> the things we put you women through. I know. God, it's like torture. <laughs> well, you are the you know the lesser of the species, so... Cup the butthole and run. Cup the butthole and run. That's a good... Uh, that's a good hashtag. Cup the butthole and run. <laughs> Cup Look and run. That. Cup and run. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you told me in high school you had one broad that would just take it up the ass all the time. Yeah. And she was, what, she tells everybody that? Yeah, she she had no idea what actual sex was like, like vaginal sex. but she. It's good birth control. Because she didn't want a chance getting her pregnant, I guess, but that's all she did was anal sex. Damn, And man. I'm like, that chick's taking one for the team on a daily. <laughs> I wish I'd known her. Shit. <laughs> Wouldn't complain. and She isn't the prettiest peach in the pot, but you know what? That's probably why they were banging in her ass, so they she didn't want to look, look at her. At her. <laughs> Most likely. I guess that's the way it works. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Oh, my goodness gracious. Some people, man, I'm telling you. Anyway, we're going to go and uh, listen to some Winger and some Wasp, and we'll be right back.
Listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio right on your smartphone by downloading the Xena app from Apple and Google Play Store. Add Motorcycle Madhouse Radio to your favorites and rock on all day long. Show no mercy by Wasp. That's what I say when you give a colon cleanse, you show no mercy. Cup and go. Cup and go. Is that your new hashtag, God China Now? Cup and go. <laughs> if you mention colon cleanse, yes, it is. <laughs> no mercy. Cup and go. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been getting a lot of emails. Uh, lots of emails. I, You know what? I never knew that so many people were interested in swinging. Really? Yeah, I, I'm getting tons of these. No way. And, you know, I don't want to always have to talk about this because, you know, it's a subject because I've been in it a long time, and it's like, okay, whatever. And, <laughs> uh, you know, I was like, damn, man, but this one caught my, uh, uh, what's it called? Your my attention. attention. Uh, Dear Hollywood in Chinadale. Oh, look at that. You actually got your name put in an email. There's a first. They actually want your opinion. Why? I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> we'll give it a try. We'll give it a try. Okay. Dear Hollywood in Chinadale, me and my wife made arrangements to go swinging for the first time. We have been married four years. I don't know, man. Four years. I think that's kind of quick, don't you? That's unless quick. they've been a- around a long time. Unless they dating. were, and yeah, unless they were dating for a long time prior to that. You're right. Uh, he goes on to say it's something she did years ago, but it was my ideal after watching some porn and suggested it to her. See, there you you got to ask yourself, uh, you know, she did it years ago. What, was she a hoe by herself, or was she with another cup? Oh, you know what I mean? Right. Did, was she doing that, by, yeah, solo, or did, was she, yeah, married? or? So there's maybe? some warning signs right here for this guy. Yeah. Four I'm, years, and she did it before. Before him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, of course, I can't judge, because maybe she just went with a woman. I don't know. That's possible. You know what? I always ask a guy, if a woman's going to cheat on you, would it be better for a ma- if she cheats on you with a man or she actually cheats on you with a freaking woman? I think a lot of men would be very self-conscious if you got cheated on by uh, with another woman. That'd be fucked up, wouldn't it? Because then you'd be like, what am I not good enough that I turn her gay? That'd be my first thing that came to my mind. I just turned her gay. What the hell did I do? What's wrong with me? I actually did have a customer that came in and told me that his girlfriend broke up with him and went with a woman. And I'm like, well, that's not speaking too much for you. Ouch. Just saying. Ouch. It, I mean, why, why? You know what? You're a woman. You're yeah. a woman species. Yeah. Uh, you're species. a woman, you know, woman mammal. Mammal. Uh, yeah. We're mammals. You know, you're a woman mammal. Uh-huh. Anyway, why would a woman do that? Why would they decide that, you know what? I don't want to be with a man. I want to be with a woman. I want to go through life with a woman and a relationship with that. Uh, after being, you know, maybe she was straight or bisexual, but why would they do that? You know, they want your opinion here. It's a different kind of relationship with a woman than it is with a man. Okay, now you got me confused even more. See, that's the problem with you women species. I don't know, maybe the dick wasn't doing it for her. I mean, me personally, I I, I wouldn't leave a guy for a female. Because females are too much drama. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't get it. But a lot of women do. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's a different kind of relationship because it's more of a friendship first mm-hmm. than anything else. And some women get along better with women friendship-wise. Right. Me personally, I'd rather hang out with a bunch of guys than a bunch of chicks. I just I interesting. They're 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 so drama. What is it like a more loving relationship that they find? It's more way. I think it's for some women. It's like way more emotional. It's like an emotional thing. Y'all don't like being all emotional and stuff. And well, you watch that. Uh, what is that? Uh, you watch it over and over again. Orange is the new black. Yeah, it's chicks in jail. <laughs> it's a lot of lesbian action. And how many times did you pull out the dildo? Never. Not during that. Oh, come on. No, not during that. You don't lie to me. Because the girls aren't even attractive in there. There's only like one that's attractive, and she's not even in the show long. Oh, okay. So, uh, what's that? You know what? It is actually different in prison for a woman than it is a man. Yeah. A man, it's like gladiator school, man. We're all killing each other and stuff. You, The women actually form families behind bars. Yeah. yeah. That's a weird state of affairs. Yeah. There's a mom and a bunch of daughters. And yeah. it basically goes to how the women's species thinks. We, and how we bond. So instead of being aggressive, everybody forms around. Yeah. Well, and then you got to keep in mind in the women's, like, I mean, I watch that show, like, religiously. It's actually the third time I've went through watching Orange is the New Black. Right. <laughs> it's the third time. Because I couldn't find anything else to watch. But, you know, it's like, and there's several different families. It's not just one family unit. There's, mm-hmm. like, Well, it's like the Hatfield and McCoys between them all, but yeah, it's just interesting to me that you know, the men are in, you know, Thunderdomes and stuff like that. and Y'all are beating each other up and whatnot. Killing each other. Yeah. And you women are over there freaking like it's freaking uh, howdy duty time. Pretty much. I mean, I don't know if that's how it really is in jail, but... You know. Oh, I know it's like that in jail. I know that's what the women go through. That's what they do. Uh, they're like, you know what, they sneaking, you know what, they were doing it under the freaking, uh, pastor's thing, man, them <laughs> freaks. Yeah, they were doing it up in the church by the altar. Just muff diving. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty highly entertaining. It is. Yeah. But that just goes to show you the thinking of a freaking, uh, women species. Yeah. You know, so it's kind of, I guess it would be kind of embarrassing that you, if that a, a woman uh, left you for a woman? Right. <laughs> or at the same time, is it? You know, maybe you can talk her into a threesome or something. Hey, you know what? You want to go, at least give me some bumps here. But you got to keep in mind, there's a lot of women out there that, you know, they, they're just straight lesbian. They don't go with men at all. Just saying. Alora just put Wentworth. Oh, man, there's that one broad in there. She's my dream girl. Oh, I love I love that one. I've seen that one, too. That one with the black hair in the beginning. She's the badass. Yeah. With the tattoos. She getting her muff on hit all the time. Oh, my God, was she hot. Anyway, back to this. Uh, I went to, uh, let's see here. I went to a swinger club. Uh, it commenced, and several men took an interest in my girl and she actually had sex with them with more or less my consent so she was having sex with everybody yeah and it doesn't sound like you really consented to all of it and was he just sitting in the corner by himself or what listen even though it was a swingers party it was more 
of a free-for-all than a swingers event. What's he mean by that? What, everybody just having everybody sex just with everybody? Everybody just having sex with everybody, and there's nothing, uh, it's like not couple with couple or whatever. Uh-huh. It's it just like a, an orgy. It was an orgy. It was like yeah. a free-for-all orgy. In the end, she was a success with all these men. <laughs> she must have did a lot. <laughs> He's really expressing all these men. Right. And a few members, numbers of women. Oh, man, she was going nuts. She must have been going nuts, man. Orgy and women and blah, blah, blah. Uh, that were there showed me no interest at all. Oh, damn. Yeah, he was sitting in the corner by himself. That's not supposed to happen. No, that was not a real... If there's an orgy going on, women don't care anyway what a man looks like. They just want the dick. Mm-hmm. They just want the dick. They're in an orgy. That's how it works. Yep. I don't think that, you know, in my opinion, that's really not how swingers parties are. That's not how a swingers party is. Yeah, they basically went to a full-blown orgy. And he said he stormed out uh, the building uh, feeling humiliated and saying he just wished he can turn back the clock. Uh, he says his self-esteem is low. Uh, there Now there's tension in the marriage. Uh, what's your thoughts, uh, China Doll in Hollywood? That, that marriage isn't going to last. It ain't going to last at all, man. No. I think you should have just caught on to the signal as soon as she just went to town. And, and just I can't tell you, you guys the name and stuff. That'd be wrong. And just left you sitting there by themselves. I mean, She a hoe! She just took off and basically left him for You know, for I usually don't call the female species a hoe during swinger because no. everybody's having fun. Well, because everybody's a hoe in the in You're damn right, then. But just leaving him like that? You can't do that. That's wrong. That's wrong. Um, that's like a warning sign. I think y'all should just call it a day. Now, this guy must have been butt ugly if the other female species didn't want to talk to him. Or well, and that doesn't sex. make it look good on him either if she takes off and is going with everybody else and not paying him any attention. It makes him look real stupid. Yeah, so I don't blame him for storming out, to be honest with you. You know what? I gotta kind of agree with that. I'd have knocked the shit out of her, but that's just me. And I probably would have left her there. <laughs> yeah, you're damn just right. Saying. You want to you want to ride all those dicks? I'm leaving you. Then don't it? I mean, it sounds to me like he wasn't even acknowledged by her. No, and that's a big problem with swinging, man. Is women or the men they get caught up in this bullshit where everything's going on and they forget about the partner that they came with yeah that's not right and that's whatever club that they went to so not the proper swingers club well it could be a proper swingers club but the people weren't following any guidelines or rules right they just had a free-for-all exactly i mean that's just wrong i mean especially with the how he made the comments about the you know lack of consent mm-hmm um, it's all about consent. Well, he did say, you know what, I he he was probably there, and they were all getting on it, and he's in the corner, he's getting freaking, he's probably pulling his pecker, that's what he wanted, and the next thing you know, he's done, and she's not, man. She's probably got a line of guys on her. Probably. But it still isn't right. She should have paid him some attention. Yes, but he should have stepped up at the same time because he walked out. And I'm not trying to be a dick to this emailer, okay? I'm not trying to be a dick. But he walked out while they're still pumping her. 
get involved. You gotta say, you know what? Get off of her. Done. Time out. My turn. <laughs> and if she came back and said, you know what? And gave you the, the attitude and stuff. You know, I don't see where it's her fault, though. I can't blame her. I think it's both. Honestly, I really, I think it's both. It's both their faults. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should have he gotten up and went and participated. I mean, unless he's, you know, he doesn't really give us a lot of, you know, his point of view. He just gave us basically what she was doing. So technically, we don't really know what he was doing. But it sounds to me like he just kept, you know, not wanting to be involved. Maybe he just wanted to watch. Maybe he got mad because she was with way too many people. Mm -hmm. But I think he should have gotten up and just gotten in the middle of it all and enjoyed himself at the same time. How many people is too much, you think, at, at, a, uh, at a club? What do you mean? How many different people? For a woman. Is too much at a swingers club? No. In one day? Yeah. Because me, you know what, even though they look like professionals and stuff like that, you got lawyers, doctors and stuff, there's still a lot of fucking uh, venereal diseases out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's one thing I always worried about when I was watching uh, the orgies happening and shit like that. Mm -hmm. That's why I only stuck with a few people, because I knew them. I usually, I mean, me personally, would only be with probably what? One, one person? One person every time we went. But there was that one broad that the guy was actually lining up the guys. Oh, yeah. There was what? Uh, she did 14 that night? Yeah. How do you do that? I don't know. I think that's when it starts bordering on freaking crazy, man. Yeah, that's too much. And I think it kind of takes away <laughs> from everything. And I think it actually makes the male and the female look like shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. I, I personally think, like, I know when we had ours, I mean, we pretty much stuck with the same people. Right. And I was always with just the one broad. Well, two if you count Marsha. Well, two. <laughs> but it's like... I, I, but I wasn't doing her I mean, all the time. I mean, and there were nights when you and I didn't even participate right. in anything. We were just talking to people. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, we it wasn't... I just I I feel bad for the I feel bad for the guy, but I think he you know he fucked up. I won't, and with him knowing that she's done this before, and especially after only four years of marriage, right? And she's done it before, before she was with him. Mm hmm. So, hey maker, I hate to be the last guy in the train. Uh, of 14 guys you know i you know what i actually was disgusted by it you were you you were like uh totally need to not pay attention to the down there anymore <laughs> well no i made you go there to watch the room because i was i was pissed off and disgusted yeah you know because swinging has a good history yeah but at the same time that's kind of like taking advantage of it and making it look bad. Yeah. That's the shit that gives all the ammunition to these other asshole people on the right. The conservatives that are Bible thumpers that say you're not supposed to be doing that. Mm -hmm. That right there was nasty. Mm -hmm. And she was, she, I don't think she was using rubbers. No, and that's what was ticking us off. 
That's why they're there. How are you going to let get 14 guys just dropping you? They weren't telling her when they were blowing. Nope. They just went. Yep. Yeah, I don't... Th- and walked away. I don't think they came back after that night either. I don't think they did. No, if I'm not mistaken, I think that was the only time they were there. Do you think that guy went home and say, what the fuck were you doing? Yeah, I wouldn't surprise me. I mean, he gave his consent, but at the same time, I'm sure he didn't consent to unprotected sex. I wouldn't touch her. Nope. I'd be like, I'm done with you. See you later, ho. Either that, I would have put her out the roost, meaning I would have put her on a street corner. If you want to be a hoe, at least get paid for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For real. Maybe that's what he should do with his wife of four years. I don't know, man. I think with that story, that uh, that's a sad state of affairs story right there. And I think with men, their problem, especially the ones, how can I say it, don't have manly freaking... Uh, uh, manly, ins- you know, reactions or whatever you want to call it. They got the balls in the purse. Mm-hmm. They give the consent because they want to make her happy, but at the same time, they don't want it to happen. That's true. It's like a double-edged coin. It's like, yeah, let's do it. It'll be fun because, you know, you're going to enjoy yourself. I'll just watch. But then afterwards, they're pissed off. I've seen a lot of couples pissed. Like, he'll, she'll she'll be pissed off because he was just standing there and not participating. But then he'll be pissed off because she banged way too many people. Mm-hmm. It's a double-edged sword. Right. That's why you got to have rules and guidelines between the, between your, you and your spouse. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I think uh, people disobeyed their rules and guidelines and just did whatever they felt like. Exactly. Well, you, you, you're right on point right there, man. Which is wrong. You're damn right it's wrong. You gotta, oh, if you guys have agreements before going into this swinger party, then you have to stick with that. Mm-hmm. If you want to change your, you know, rules and whatever, do that when you get home. Hey, why don't we change this up or let's discuss this. You guys have to have to have the communication before going into something like that. Exactly. Which, to me, it doesn't sound like they really had much communication in that email. Hell no, man, it don't seem like. But we're going to go to Metallica and Molly Crew.
listen to Motorcycle Madhouse Radio right on your smartphone by downloading the Xena app from Apple and Google Play Store. Add Motorcycle Madhouse Radio to your favorites and rock on all day long. Brotherhood and Betrayal is an in-depth look at the trials and tribulations of street gang and motorcycle club life. This isn't the run-of-the-mill book that doesn't get the goods. This book will go into detail of events that actually happened. All materials in this book have been approved by those involved. There is nothing poetic, nor is there any price worth paying for the life we choose to live on the streets. James Hollywood Machikari, Brotherhood and Betrayal. All right, man, that is the show for today. Don't forget to listen to me tonight on Rockin' with Hollywood. We might have China Dow on tonight if she gets home from Wisconsin uh, early, but uh, we'll see if she gets here. So, uh, 7 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, and again, uh, go over to the BitChute channel. Those are where those shows will be on the video portion of it. Until then, guys, enjoy your day. Hopefully, you guys are getting out there and riding and having fun. We are outie. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.